Hey, David Allen here. Thank you so much for listening to Confession Radio. I am having such a blast, and I I know you guys are too. If you want to keep the show going, let's go to patreon.com forward slash confession radio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash confession radio. If I can get a dollar per listen a day, that would be absolutely life-changing for this show. So again, patreon.com, nonprofit, completely going back into the show. This is going to be a great opportunity. Patreon.com forward slash confession radio. Welcome to Confession Radio, the show where people write in for advice. My name's Piers Ray. My name is Eric Ivanovich. We are the podcasters of Podcast vs. Podcast, and we're your special guests here reading a confessional letter today. Eric, would you like to pop open that mailbag? Absolutely, I would. Here we go. One of my closest friends recently came out of the closet at 25. I was so happy for him as he began exploring the gay scene in our city, but my joy has slowly turned into concern. He has entered a promiscuous phase, and I am concerned not just because of sexually transmitted infections, but also because our local scene, especially as people of color, color, not color, color, um, but also because our local scene, especially as people of color, is not so big. I really want to support my friend in exploring his newfound freedom, but I worry he may not be going about this in the smartest way. Do you think my concerns are legitimate? If so, how can I talk to him about this without sounding judgmental? Any help would be great, greatly appreciated. And that's from Drive Slow Homie from Port Chester, New York. Great. Okay, so this is an interesting letter. I actually have a lot to say about this because I have been in this person's exact situation where I had a friend who came out of the closet after a very long time, a very long time. Like, I'd known him since high school, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until he was approaching 30 that he really, like, came full out, and uh, then he started really sleeping around and got basically, you know, some STDs and had to get a shots for them. Like, it cleared up. They're the uh-huh. ones that are treatable, but it's, you don't want to get that. Um, and I know that a couple of our friends really tried to persuade him, like, maybe you want to control this a little. But you can't. Like, if someone wants to do this, you can go up to them and, and remind... Like, my friend isn't a dumb guy. He's aware of the risks yeah. of STDs and just doesn't seem to care. His attitude seems to be, that's why there's medicine. I'll just get it cleared up afterwards. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is your friend not, like, wearing protection? Uh, Yeah. That's I'm assuming what this that this letter writer is talking about because he's she doesn't or they don't get too into uh, how promiscuous he's being but my friend got involved in like group orgies and stuff and even if you start with protection at a certain point it just runs out it just runs out people stop caring especially if you're uh, like high or something oh okay you know what I mean when I think of like dangerous promiscuity you are usually in these situations where you're less likely to make a safe decision. Yeah, so um, the person who sent this in uh, mentions that um, in the local scene, it's it's not so big, like it's a smaller pool of people. I would have thought that'd be less risk. Yeah, so I, think, I think maybe what they're saying is that um, there's a... Uh, there's a small crew. Right, so if someone has an STI, it'll spread quickly. But if it's a small crew, then you can know people and trust them more. In theory. 
Yeah. In theory. I mean, it's tough to say anything without knowing more about this, but I think what it really boils down to is you can talk to a friend about these things and say, you know, are you being safe? Are, are you okay? Is something going on I can help with? Like, you, you can address the root of the problem, but if they, as long as they want to do this, they're going to do it. Yeah. You have no say in the matter. And I think, like, maybe this is my ignorance because I am not a sexually promiscuous person. Right. But, um... As long as, like, you're being safe about it, yeah, there's no, no problem with having, like, tons and tons of sex with tons and tons of different people. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if any method is 100% secure. Like, even a condom has a chance of breaking. Yeah, there's no 100% safe. And anytime, you know, anytime you do anything, there's a small risk. But if this person is, you're saying if this person is going out and sleeping with a bunch of people, but they're using every method of protection available to them, you know, they're doing the best they can. Yeah. The I promiscuity mean, isn't an issue. So you could ask, like, you can ask your friend, are you being safe? I mean, yeah, that's the real, yeah. Just like wearing a condom, I think, is you don't have to, pretty like, big. I guess the question is, how do you approach this without sounding judgy? Yeah. Right, like, how do you say, you have been sleeping around more than average, more than the average person does. I'm worried that you might be... I'm worried you might be having too much fun. Yeah, like, well, and that's the thing. Like, they're coming out, and they're just getting into this. Right. This whole new world. A that could be... new world, don't you dare close your eyes. Uh, it could be kind of make jokes on this podcast? I don't see why not. Okay, cool. I don't even think that cancels a joke. We just sang a... Hey, it was stands fucking up. hilarious. All right. Are we allowed to swear? Right. I assume so. Um, yeah, you can... That's that's it, though. There's nothing else you can do. You can politely advise your friend to be safe and say that you're concerned that they might be getting wild, but even that is like, it's none of your business. It's not really any of your business. Yet. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about this. If you had, or if, if I was your friend, yeah. which I am, yeah. and you were in this same situation, how comfortable would I feel? Now I'm very comfortable with you. I feel like we can talk about anything. Right. So I would, I would have no problem. And plus you're not a guy who takes offense easily. Right, so I like, am actually. Yeah, you've just been very lucky to so far not have offended me, but I've ve- I have very thin skin. Well, I do very little that's offensive. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could talk to you about this, but if you still wanted to do that, if you still wanted to go out and sleep with people, safe or, un- or otherwise, right, you're gonna do it until you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, like it's it's like an it's like it's not an addiction though it can be. I'm not saying this guy's an addict. I'm just saying that like. This is what he, the way he wants to be living his life right now. Mm-hmm. Like, is he stupid? Is he not aware of the STD risk? Like, there's no, he must know this already. He's a man in his late twenties. Yeah, mid twenties. Mid twenties, right? Right. So You're a man in your. I'm a man in my late twenties. Um, so here, I think let's boil it down to. Uh, he has two questions at the end of his at yep. the end of his email, right? Do you think my concerns are legitimate? I yes. would say I would say no, really. I would say no because it seems like his concerns are the amount of people that he's sleeping with, right? Not the conditions under which they're he's sleeping yeah. with these people. Now, if you're concerned with um, is he using protection, maybe they're legitimate. I think he, I, I don't know. Well, he does say I worry he may not be going about this in the smartest way. Oh, and. I feel like he's also saying, or this person I should say is also saying, also because our local scene, especially as people of color, is not so big. He's not just worried about STDs. I think he's also worried about the social aspect. 
of they live in a place where there's not a lot of people of color and probably even less, well, definitely even less queer people of color. Right. So if you're sleeping around in this scene, it can cause social problems. But neither of these things are this person's concern. I would be concerned for you in this situation because you're my friend and I want you to be right. safe, but I can't take responsibility for that. But the most important question, if so, how can I talk to him about this without sounding judgmental? Uh, I think just come at it from a place of, look, I just want to make sure that, like, your, your life has changed drastically very recently, and I want to be sure, because I care about you, uh, I want to be sure that you're being safe about it. Yeah, and any big swing in a person's behavior is cause for concern. If someone behaves one way one day and then the exact opposite the next... You know what I, you know what yeah, I mean? Like I It's a huge shift in a person's life. You just, you don't know what this new person's, you don't know what the new normal is for right. this person. You just want to make sure that everything's okay with them. If you're focusing on that, on being supportive, I feel like that's that's enough. You're a friend. You're allowed to voice yeah. your concerns with the person. I mean, if, if you couldn't talk to him about it, then you then, wouldn't be friends, maybe. Yeah, why would you be this concerned if you yeah. can't, don't have the kind of relationship where you can have this conversation? So I would say, don't be afraid to bring it up. Uh, if he wants to keep having sex with tons of people, don't be alarmed, because sex is awesome and people like to do it with... God, do they. As, as much do as they possible. ever. Yeah. Bless their hearts. Alright, answered. Asked and answered. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Confession Radio. If you have a confession, you can send it to confessionradio at gmail.com. You can visit their website at confessionradio.net, or you can call the Confession Hotline at 267-571-7311. You can find us, Pierce and Eric, over at Podcast vs. Podcast, the podcast that we do outside of this. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, David Allen here from Confession Radio and the Podcast Whisperer. I am so excited today to tell you guys about Anchor. Anchor.fm gives you all the tools that you need to create your own podcast. And the best part, it's free. You can monetize from it. You have creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And it will distribute as well to all the major podcast websites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those amazing, amazing podcast platforms. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Confession Radio. A couple things before you go. First is, I absolutely love doing this for you. I love it, love it, love it. I'm hoping you love it just as much as I do. If you do, show some support. Go to anchor.fm slash confession radio and click on the support tab. You can support me by a monthly subscription of either 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99. Totally depends on your budget. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at confession radio. And like us on Facebook, Confession Radio Net. Until next time, see you soon.